This is DevOps in Agile Way Podcast. Hello, everyone. I know you heard many times when I said that I plan to do something else, but this time I have very good reason to say that I wanted to do something else, but today I will talk about something different. Many of you are already aware that HashiCorp changed the way how they license the products. And for those of you who didn't heard about HashiCorp, um, HashiCorp is a company who owns a lot of tools, which I can say defines somehow the DevOps world today, right? So we have HashiCorp Vault, for example, very often used way of keeping secrets in a cloud environments, but not only. We have Vagrant, very user-friendly, let's say, or admin-friendly way of creating and managing virtual machines. We have Packer, which allows us to build those virtual machines. And finally, we have Terraform. And what Terraform is? Well, we all know that, right? This is the heart of infrastructure as code, I would say. This is mostly use infrastructure as code tool. Well, maybe not in the whole industry because we have different approaches to infrastructure as well. But those of us who use infrastructure as code in this declarative way, Terraform is one of the most popular tool. Now, what happened? A few days ago, HashiCorp announced and immediately executed change of the license um, for all of their, their products from MPL license to BSL. That sounds very similar, right? But there is a huge, huge, huge difference, okay? So what MPL license is? Well, so first of all, MPL is managed and curated by Mozilla. And this abbreviation means exactly that, exactly that Mozilla Public License, currently in version 2.0. And generally, this is like a very popular license in open source world. This license says clearly that if something is under this license, you can do with it everything, what you want. In case of Terraform and in case of HashiCorp, it means that there are companies who use Terraform to build the platforms to host their customers, right? And to, well, earn money simple like that. And this is not the only case for Terraform. It's more complicated, but I want to focus it here on Terraform only. Okay? So, MPL means open source. Like, almost equal. So, after the change to BSL, it is business source license. This license tells us that now the software which is under this license is no more open source, okay? Now, the owner of this software, in this case, HashiCorp, it means that HashiCorp can decide who can use and how it can be used. They said in their announcement that it is, well, what they said, it is very vague, okay? Generally, they allow uh, themselves to decide who can use Terraform and any other project. It means that on today's market, which is completely dominated by infrastructure as code, etc., etc., of course, I'm, I'm talking about the DevOps bubble, right? Because 
it's definitely smaller than the whole world because uh, looking on different reports and the adoption of infrastructure as code, etc., 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 we are not there yet. Okay, we have a lot, a lot of work ahead. So in this bubble, Terraform dominates. We can agree on that, all of us, I think. And the move, let's say, against the competition, against the competitors, which was done by HashiCorp, this is the real threat, not only for these competitors. This is something bigger. And this is like, a, you know, this is the real threat against the community. Because when Terraform, and as I said, I'm focusing on Terraform only. When Terraform was under MPL, there was a lot of contribution to Terraform. Not only to Terraform, but to providers, to modules, etc., etc., etc. Because we need to know that Terraform is much more than just this binary. It's the language, HCL. It is the binary Terraform. We can say it's like a... Hmm, what will be the best kind of analogy here? It's an interpreter, okay? It's kind of interpreter of this HCL, right? But Terraform itself, <laughs> it, it's just the interpreter. We need more. We need those providers which are connecting with this interpreter from one side. And on the another side, they communicate through APIs with providers like cloud providers, like AWS, like Azure, like GCP, like and then on top of that, we have a lot of modules which are curated and developed and maybe sometimes even controlled by the community. And from my kind of playground, as you know, I am the AWS kind of guy. The person who is like a god for us is Anton Babenko, who did a lot of work for the community in order to give us the possibility to work with AWS. And for sure, there are others like him for other vendors. Now, we talk here about this binary, okay? Now, imagine that you wrote your code in C, you want to sell this code, but the owner of the, of the or the creator of the compiler for this C code is saying to you, well, I'm not sure if you are not competing with me. No, you are not allowed to use this compiler. Generally, literally, this is happening now, right? So we have HCL, which is the kind of language, let's call it language. At this point, some developers should laugh on me that I'm saying that, that HCL is a programming language. And then we have interpreter of compiler, whatever we want to call it. In this case, it is interpreter. Terraform, which interprets this code and send the request, send the API call through the provider to the vendor. And now, to be completely clear, I know that I can sound biased because I, at this point, I work for Spacelift. The point is that Terraform will be blocked for us. Will be, because you cannot apply the license backwards, right? So everything what is with us right now from the beginning to the version 1.5.5 officially released of Terraform, we can easily use every single version which come after these days. Well, it is under new license. We are, uh, let's call it blocked. Of course, now I, I said that this license, this way how HashiCorp said about this is kind of vague. And the problem I have personally, and not only me, is about asking myself, am I violating this license or not? 
and when I will violate? Let's imagine the situation. Okay, I'm not me, myself, right? Paweł Piwosz. I'm not the competitor for Terraform Cloud or Terraform Enterprise. Let's imagine that I have some service and I work for some client, maybe my colleague, and he is not very good in IT. It's his prerogative. And what I'm doing for him? I created for him a web page. The infrastructure uh, behind this web page is done in Terraform. And as he is not that good in IT, I decided to keep the state file of Terraform and manage the state file and manage this executions and the life cycle of this infrastructure on my own account. We had an agreement that he is paying me like $5 per month. Uh, just just to have uh, one beer or maybe half of beer or whatever, right? Now, am I competitor of Terraform Cloud? To some extent, yes, because I'm doing exactly what Terraform Cloud is doing. Terraform Cloud allows us to have like a managed run of Terraform without taking care about Statefile, because Statefile is managed also by Terraform Cloud. Now, will HashiCorp say that I am... Uh, violating this license? Probably not. Probably I can sleep at night very well. But what if this colleague of mine is a very, very rich person and he is paying me $100,000 per month for it? Probably at this point, I become very, very like highlighted competitor. So generally, we heard this question uh, on Twitter or whatever, that if I run Terraform, apply for my client, am I a competitor of Terraform Cloud and HashiCorp or I'm not? Because this is the point. It's not, you know, if you run Terraform, Terraform Apply, Terraform Plum, whatever else, for yourself, for your company, you are clear. You can sleep very well at night, at least today. But if I run this for my client, this is the question. Because this license... And the way how it was announced, at least for me, personally, is not that clear. When the HashiCorp changed the license once, well, they can do it again and make it even more restrictive. The point which I want to touch is about the community. Because Terraform will never be in the place where it is now, and HashiCorp will never be in the place where they are now, without this community, without hundreds of thousands of kind of unnamed people who supported Terraform, who supported HashiCorp with Terraform, okay? They are not that unnamed because you can go to the repository and list all contributions, but you got my point. There's a lot of people who declared and decided to spend time, their own private time, be unpaid, to build something great. And they did it, okay? Terraform has its own problems, but still, this is the great tool. And now those people were said that, well, sorry, we changed the license, right? Of course, the way how they deal with all contributors is, from the law perspective, very correct. We cannot say anything about that. But from the community perspective, like a personal perspective of the people who use, who contributed to this, it's like a kind of treason. I know I use like a very, very big word right now. HashiCorp is not the first. We have a lot of examples. The recent one with Red Hat, Couchbase, Elasticsearch, MySQL, MariaDB, 
Okay, there's a lot of examples very similar to this, and I see and I observe this. This is kind of trend today. What is sad, and that's why to finish this episode with something positive. We really want at Spacelift, me personally, and a lot of other people. Honestly, a lot of other companies as well. We really want to keep this Terraform as usable, as friendly, as available as it was. That is why we decided to create an approach to make sure that the Terraform is really open sourced, is really community driven. Really hear what community want to say, act on it, and be available like it was just before this license change. That's why we created and we started to work on OpenTF. And we created OpenTF Manifesto, which is available under the uh, website opentf.org. And right now I'm looking at, at this page. And honestly, I even don't want to count how many people and companies already claimed uh, that they want to help. This shows me, because this web page is live for a couple of hours, maybe 10. And looking on the contribution there, looking on the, like, let's say, noise in the internet, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, etc., etc. I try to generate my own noise about this, but anyway. Looking on this, I strongly believe that our decision to go this way is correct, because we see that people need to be ensured that they can use the tools. I'm not saying that HashiCorp has no, no right to secure their profit. Go for it. But I believe that Terraform today is a little bit more than just a single simple product. It is a vital part of the community. It is a vital part of how we work with infrastructure. And it is a vital part of our approach to DevOps to make things working properly. That's why I really hope that the OpenTF.org and OpenTF project will be successful. Doesn't matter what will happen tomorrow, etc., etc., how the uh, how this will go. But I hope and I believe strongly that this project we will be successful for the sake of the community, for the sake of open source. That's all for today. I'm really eager to hear what you think about this. I really uh, wish to hear your opinion about what happened. Share it with me on LinkedIn, on whatever, okay? I'll be happy to hear it. Thank you very much. Have a great day or evening, whatever you listen to this episode, and see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of DevOps in Agile Way podcast with your host, Paveu Pivosh. Subscribe, comment, and do not forget to check our next episodes. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Stay curious.